Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. You know, this has been a... Uh, interesting season so far for the Denver Broncos that have shown and revealed some surprises on this team, both on offense and defense, and maybe one on special teams as well, too. I want to get into those surprises, the biggest surprises of the Denver Broncos so far, whether it be good or bad for 2019. That's the subject of the podcast today, but first want to get to our friends over there at Tab 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip it a jump away from Coors Field, 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirit. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Head on over there to Tab 14 on the web. That's tab14.com. Asking the question on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio, who has been your most surprising Broncos player this year? Getting to your responses, I'll get to those in a little bit, but I do want to start with my own surprises and We'll start on offense, get to defense, and then on special teams as well, too. We're on offense. You know, I think the big surprise, really, honestly, has been Cortland Sutton. It's the idea that this guy has taken a jump, a a major leap from what we thought he could be to become not only what we thought he could be, but better, really more so. This is a guy who is beginning to dominate as a number one wide receiver, a, a, a pure, raw talent that is athletic, physical, and maybe most importantly, the something that I've seen over the last couple weeks is not afraid to go up and get the football. And that is such a crucial thing that the Denver Broncos need from a number one wide receiver. I talked about this several times uh, over the course of the Demarius Thomas tenure is that Demarius Thomas was a nice wide receiver, a good wide receiver, but never a great one because he never went up and attacked the football. He never went up and snatched it from him. You know, it was Peyton Manning who's a uh, beautiful play really escalated Demarius Thomas's um, career. But if you take a look at his statistics outside of the Peyton Manning era, they're all right. They're pretty good, but they were never dominant top five great wide receiver numbers. I think Cortland Sutton has that opportunity in the near future to potentially reach that plateau because he is that good of a talent and you're really starting to see him jump. So that is my big surprise on the offensive side. You could maybe say it's Andy Janovich because Janovich, while a fullback, has been playing very, very well, sealing blocks on touchdown runs left and right. Of course, most recently that Philip Lindsay 30-yard touchdown against the Cleveland Browns, but you know, when you really look at it, I, I think we kind of expected good play from Andy Janovich. So I don't really know if anybody should be surprised by this. You know, everybody thought that Andy Janovich was a dynamite fullback and that this system was going to be perfect for him. They obviously locking him up long term. The Denver Broncos agree on my uh, sediment. So that's the offensive side. It's <laughs> it's a list that is short and sweet, if you will. But on defense, boy, it is a laundry list and it really is a credit to Vic Fangio and I'm going to give uh, Vic Fangio a little bit of credit when it comes to surprisingly the the ability to see talent and see it immediately and it comes in the form of our first three players Malik Reed, AJ Johnson, Mike Purcell three guys who let's be honest nobody really looked at them or really saw much of anything in them as defensive players before the season started. 
And then all of a sudden, the Broncos may have found themselves a, a man in the trenches and Mike Purcell who immediately shored up that position. And look, Adam Gotsis is a nice little player, but talking about Adam Gotsis and the idea that benching him for Mike Purcell, it was immediately the correct move. 100% from the get-go, no questions asked. And Adam Gotsis rarely seen the field, and for the most part, at least 90% of the time, inactive since that moment. But my goodness, this is a Denver team that made the correct move in that, and also with A.J. Johnson and inserting him into the lineup. And look, injuries certainly played a part of that and and allowed A.J. Johnson to to emerge as a potential player, but he has taken every advantage and been one of the bigger surprises and really becoming a pure linebacker that they have needed for such a long time. And the Denver Broncos certainly will take his production all the time. And then Malik Reed stepping in for Bradley Chubb, who of course had a tremendous preseason and uh, look, even in the regular season, disrupting in the backfield. Sometimes it doesn't show up on the stat sheet. That's totally fine. You can disrupt games and become a mosquito for a quarterback. Just get into the backfield and get in front of them. And that is exactly what he's done so far this year. This has been a very good year so far for several of these surprising defensive players. And maybe one in Justin Simmons. Look, I think most people thought Justin Simmons was going to be a good player. Not sure if they knew he was going to be all pro great. We've said, and I'm going to take a little bit of credit. As Von Miller took credit on his post-game press conference, I'm going to take a little bit of credit here. I was one of the very few who said Justin Simmons has got all pro type talent. I'm telling you, this kid is an absolute star, a smart, savvy player who can hit very aware. Uh, this is be blossoming into a top five safety in right before our eyes. And Justin Simmons, this kid is an absolute player. Uh, he's a good guy off the field. And seriously, Justin Simmons could be one of those potential franchise safeties for a long time. The hope is that the Denver Broncos pony up for that kind of talent. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and to jump away from Coors Field. I got some more surprises on defense and one on special teams as well, too. Tell you about that next. So, again, welcome back to the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and to jump away from Coors Field. So, surprises on offense. The list is a little short. Surprises on defense. It's a long one. I'm going to give one on special teams, though, and that's going to go to Deontay Spencer. This is a kid that, coming off from the CFL, I think many didn't expect him to make a major impact, not on offense, certainly, but, of course, on special teams either, but yet he has been a nice little addition. I don't have to hold my breath anymore. When when I see 11 go back there to try to Uh, catch a punt or return it has not been able to get to the house, but certainly has made some electric returns and flipped the field position. And that is such a valuable tool to have, you know, that, that is such a underlooked skill set, if you will, of a team and the idea that look, Oh, special teams, right? All they do is kick the football and yada, yada. Man, it is so crucial when you could start your offensive drives from the 35 instead of the 15, it makes a big, big, Big difference, and this is a Broncos team that has gotten some good returns from Deontay Spencer. And he has been a surprising player. Certainly, no muff issues, which of course we saw constantly uh, earlier in the year in preseason and training camp. We we're like, mm, could this be a problem from somebody else? Uh, 
River Craycraft was more of a reliable hand. They end up going away from River Craycraft, and Deontay Spencer comes in, and then you're like, okay, well, we don't know what this kid brings you, and now all of a sudden he has become basically the absolute locked-in stalwart at that position, and I think you'll take it if you were a Denver Broncos fan. On the defense, you know, we talked about this laundry list of surprising emerging talent, if you will. They're kind of in that same grouping. I do want to give one more name a shout-out, and that's Devontae Harris. Look, up and down season so far from Devontae Harris, but this is a guy who I don't think many people even knew the name a couple weeks ago. Devontae Harris thought was going to be just a nice role player, if you will. Somebody who was just going to uh, you know, only come in and play uh, if necessary, at critical key positions. Devontae Harris has made you forget about just about every other corner outside of Chris Harris Jr. Like, he has been very good so far. Up and downs, there have been some broken tackles that you want him to wrap up, and he's going to learn from those. A young kid, but certainly Devontae Harris coming into his own. And I think one of the players that really is gaining a lot from the Vic Fangio-Ed Donatel combination. You know, we talked about it earlier in the year with who is going to gain the most from those type of uh, head coach, co- coordinator, mindset, specialist, if you will. Devontae Harris turning into a nice little option for this Denver Broncos team. And quite frankly, look, if they can continue to have that kind of play, some kind of play that they did not expect, you know, look, maybe it makes uh, moving on from Chris Harris Jr. a little bit easier. I think there's still an opportunity to retain him long term, but I don't think the odds are very good. I think you're going to be dipping into that cornerback market and Look, you expect Bryce Callahan to be healthy next year. I don't think this year's going to be the case, but if you come back with a corner room that looks like Bryce Callahan, another corner that comes in from free agency or to the draft maybe, and a Devontae Harris, now all of a sudden you look a little more confident in that position group. And look, I don't want to rule off Isaac Adam at all. Certainly a player who could come in and become a solid role player, but look, that Broncos secondary a little on the weaker side when it comes to the DBs. Devontae Harris giving them a bit of a boost, so nice to see. Broncos Splits Podcast, of course, presented by our friends over there at 141920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Of course, this is also a good time to evaluate the coaching staff when it comes to Vic Fangio and Ed Donatel, Rich Scangarello, and this Broncos uh, team and how they're being uh, led and we start at the top with Vic Fangio. I think Vic Fangio's had a solid year. You know, somebody who is starting to come into his own, starting to understand the day-to-day life of being a NFL head coach, what he needs to achieve, how this team needs to get better. And right, right now, quite frankly, I think this team just lacks talent. But let's remember, if a couple calls go a certain way or a couple balls bounce a certain way, and all of a sudden this may be a five-win team right now at week nine, and all of a sudden you're looking at this season far more differently, I'm going to continue to bring up that Chicago game. And you could almost even argue the Jacksonville game as potential games that just slipped away. And that just, it's not so much as a, they're a five-win team as opposed to a three-win team. It's, as, it's, it's more so a, that's how good they potentially could be 
if certain things happen, just very minuscule things, okay? It's not dwelling in losses or, um, you know, overvaluing what they are. It's just, it's showing you they're not getting blown out in these games. You know, they're not, they're not getting boat raced. They don't look awful in these losses. And I think if you're the Denver Broncos, look, outside of the Kansas City game, they were in it till the end in just about every game or they've won that game. So certainly positives to take from this Denver Broncos team as you look forward to 2020, of course, they'll be stocked up on draft picks, some money to spend as well, too. Now, the big thing, of course, is are they going to um, utilize any changes from what they've learned so far this year? You know, and I, certainly at head coach, I don't think that's the case. And I don't think that'll be the case at all at defense either. I think that Donatil will be linked at the hip with Vic Fangio for quite some time. That said, on the offensive side, I don't know if we're decided yet on Rich Scangarello long-term. Now, look, I will say this. I think the Brendan Allen game and how the offense plays out on a week-to-week basis moving forward from here could change a lot of that because this is a Denver Broncos offense that looked completely anemic under Joe Flacco, and now you insert a quarterback with a little bit of mobility, and all of a sudden things look far more different, but... Also with the idea that, look, there has been very questionable play calling this year from uh, Rich Gangarello, and very much from the idea of every single time this team um, goes out there, at least through week nine, I have not been able to say that Rich Gangarello has just completely called a A to B clean, awesome football game. You know, it's it's all right. It's mediocre. It, it doesn't seem like it ever flows well though whether it's running the ball too more too much too less weird calls in the goal line that gimmick plays at inopportune times like there are so many times where Rich Gangarello will just call plays and you just wonder like what in the world is he doing why did it take so long to get so aggressive and so these are things we're going to watch towards the end of the season I think this is probably going to be a guy who's going to stick around at least for another year but certainly, I don't think the certainly the jury is not ruled yet, and this is a potential final seven games in which Scangarello is coaching for his job. Because if you are looking at this Broncos offense and you're saying, "Hey, we're averaging 16 points a game under Flacco," and I get it, they scored 24 under uh, Brendan Allen. We'll see how it goes moving forward. You know. Is Joe Flacco the quarterback of next year? Is it Brendan Allen? Is it Drew Locke? Who knows? I mean, there's uh, so many things to consider, and is he going to be able to get the best out of them? And quite frankly, at this point, I don't know if you could confidently say yes to that. Now, obviously, a new era, if you will, starting from the Cleveland game, of a more mobile quarterback and maybe potentially Drew Locke here shortly in the next coming weeks, but certainly something that they will uh, evaluate moving forward for this team with Rich Scangarello. Of course, the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tab 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. We are all done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, you can find more info at the Broncos Blitz podcast. Well, the website, MileySports.com. That's MileySports.com. You can check out all the uh, great info, the tidbits that uh, we have on the Broncos, player discussions, profiles, interviews, audio, all that at MileHighSports.com and the MileHighSports mobile app, as well as the radio show as well, too. Monday through Friday, 7 a.m., that's Mountain Standard Time. So if you're local here in Denver, 104.7 or a.m. 1340, you can also stream it on the mobile app. If you are anywhere in the U.S. or international, hey, if you listen from Europe or Asia, wherever you may be, I know we have some listeners in Australia as well, too. Thank you 
for tuning in to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, a regular daily podcast here at Mile High Sports. And you can find the stream, of course, always at milehighsports.com and the Mile High Sports mobile app. We're all done for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio on Twitter. And more info on the Broncos at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See you, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast. podcast.